Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture Entitled Reminders Before Ramadan By Salim Morgan إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونستهديه ونتوب إلى الله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالهدى أرسله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله ولو كره الكافرون اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على عبدك ونبينا محمد وعلى آل محمد وأصحاب محمد وكل من والاه واتبع هداه واستن بسنته إلى يوم الدين أما بعد All praises surely due to Allah we direct our praises to Him and it is from Him that we seek guidance and we seek forgiveness and we seek refuge in Allah from the evil within ourselves and from the wrongdoing amongst our actions and we remind ourselves of the eternal truth that whomsoever Allah guides none can lead astray and whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leaves and adjudicates and decrees to go astray none whatsoever after Allah can guide I bear witness that he is the deity he is the ilah he is the only one worthy of our worship and our ubudiyah our slavery and our servitude deserving to no one else but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is his slave and his messenger whom he sent with the guidance and the straight way that it may predominate over all other ways by the will of Allah and his permission. O oh Allah, send your peace and blessings upon your final messenger. As we approach the month of Ramadan which may start inshallah on Sunday or on Monday I want to contemplate a little bit the concept of Hawa because this is a struggle that we must be engaged in every day of the year but in Ramadan we have a special advantage when the shayateen are tied up and our desires are put in their place day in and day out through the act of fasting and we remember the brotherhood because all of a sudden we're with Muslims much more than we used to be. So this is an opportunity to focus on this Hawa, the enemy of Iman, and what it is, and where it is, and how we can combat it. I remind myself and you to have taqwa of Allah, for whoever does that will prosper, and whoever prefers the pleasure of Allah to any other consideration to his wishes, drives, desires, or opinions will be saved. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says فَعَدَعَوْذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ تُقَاتِهِ O you who believe beware of Allah as is appropriate to Allah وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ And die not save in the state of submission. Those who have pondered Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala realize the hugeness of this statement. اِتَّقُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ تُقَاتِهِ The taqwa which is appropriate, commensurate, and deserving to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We hear this verse all the time. And we say, okay, yeah, that's Allah's right. Taqwa from me. But the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they heard this verse and they said, we are doomed. We have been given an order that we cannot possibly fulfill. That was their immediate reaction to this verse. Because they know the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His complete perfection. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, اللَّهَ حَقَّ تُقَاتِهِ They said, that's it. It's all over. Nobody can do that. It's an order from Allah. We're doomed. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His mercy revealed, فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ مَسْتَطَعْتُمْ So fear Allah to the extent of your ability. And to the extent of your ability is by definition possible. And so there's a way for everybody. The true Muslim is the one who aims for lofty goals and strives to free himself from the shackles of I think and I believe and it seems to me and the desires and everything else that gets in the way of submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His only concern is the hereafter and he always prepares himself for that day with righteous deeds. Allah is prepared to purchase from you your very soul in exchange for bounties beyond all measure and that no mind has ever or can ever comprehend until one gets there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala buys from you your life, your very self in exchange for Jannah and Na'im. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَشْرِي نَفْسَهُ بِتِغَاءَ مَرْضَاتِ اللَّهِ among people, there are some who sell themselves for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَاللَّهُ رَعُوفٌ بِالْعِبَادِ And Allah is filled with kindness toward His slaves. A believer should not be trapped by temptation, <coughs> by passions which lead to disgrace, and by opinions and whims and pre-Islamic baggage that can bring about the greatest calamity that can befall a Muslim. When it befalls a heart, it destroys it. When it befalls a society, it ruins it. Abu Barza has narrated that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, إِنَّ مِمَّا أَخْشَى عَلَيْكُمْ شَهَوَاتِ الْغَيْ فِي بُطُونِكُمْ وَفُرُوجِكُمْ وَمُضِلَّاتِ الْحَوَى Indeed, what I fear for you the most is the misleading passions of your bellies and your loins and your individual desires that lead astray. 
Although passion and whims are similar in cause and effect, whims have to do with the uncertainty in matters of religion, while passion has to do with satisfying one's desires. Dear Muslims, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks in his book about past nations who were mightier than us and wealthier, who surrendered to their passions and their whims and fell into the abyss of immorality. They enjoyed the portion of Allah's blessing that was given to them and yet disobeyed him and engaged in false talk about the deen. Then Allah chastised them and they did not find any protector against Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Like those who came before you, They were mightier and had more wealth and children. فَاسْتَمْتَعُوا بِخَلَاقِكُمْ بِخَلَاقِهِمْ So they enjoyed their share. فَاسْتَمْتَعْتُمْ بِخَلَاقِكُمْ And you too are enjoying your share. كَمَا اسْتَمْتَعَ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ بِخَلَاقِهِمْ Just as they enjoyed their provision when they were here. وَخُضْتُمْ كَالَّذِي خَاضُوا And you delved and you spoke falsely of religion as they did. أُولَٰئِكَ حَبِطَتْ أَعْمَالُهُمْ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ Such will have their actions nullified in this world and the hereafter. وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْخَاسِرُونَ And these are indeed the losers. Dear brothers, the greatest jihad, the most noble jihad we can make, and in very some points in history, the only jihad we can make, is to wage war against these elements in yourself. This is why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in every khutbah said, نَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنْ شُرُورِ أَنفُسِنَا We seek refuge in Allah from the evil within us. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أَفْضَرُ الْجِهَادِ أَنْ يُجَاهِدَ الرَّجُلُ نَفْسَهُ وَهَوَاهُ And this hadith is sahih. The best jihad but the most noble jihad is the one that a person makes against himself. Ibn Taymiyyah said, waging war against oneself and, and his passions and biases and opinions is the basis for jihad against the kuffar and hypocrites. So one cannot be able to fight them until he fights with his own soul and, and biases and passions first. Whoever is able to subdue his whims and passions shall have glory and prevail. And whoever is subdued by his passions, his hawa, shall have disgrace and destruction. Of the hawa is every inclination or motive which is not according to Islam. As the Prophet wasallam has said in the famous hadith from Nawawi's 40, Wallahi la yu'minu ahadakum حَتَّى تَكُونَ هَوَاهُ تَبَعًا لِمَا جِئْتُ By Allah, none of you has believed until his very self is subjugated to that which I have brought. Some of this is even in the name of Islam. So one overcome by his desire for revenge against some wrongdoing or oppression or victory for the Muslims, whether they are ready for that victory or not, may be seduced to the path of terrorism and acts which were never part of jihad nor ever allowed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No matter how egregious the wrongs of the enemy 
or the oppressor. It can never justify disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this manner or any other. And being disobedient, it can never and will never lead to any good and only to more affliction. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed the manner of jihad and defined its boundaries and no one has the authority to change any of that. Hearts are but vessels. The good ones are those full of goodness and the evil ones are those full of evil and corruption and most are in between with some elements of both. Souls are naturally inclined towards evil and when it is given what it aspires for it leads its owner to peril and whoever do not denies his soul its desires which are not in line with Islam will have peace of mind in this world and be saved from its evils. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا Soaring by the soul and he who created it فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا and he gave it an instinct he gave it an inspiration of what is corruption and what is righteousness Alhamdulillah Allah SWT did not leave us blind it is within us that fitrah to know what is corruption and what is not قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا he has succeeded who purifies it and cleans it وَقَدْ أَخَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا and he who has uh, been hum- failed utterly who hides himself in corruption or who enters into corruption the Prophet sallallahu said كُلَّ النَّاسِ يَغْدُو all the people get up in the morning and they do something فَبَاعِعُ نَفْسِ فَمُعْتِقُهَا either one who sells off his self and frees it or one who destroys it by following other than Islam and his desires. Dear Muslims, the grip of whims gets strengthened through a lot of factors and helpers and it imposes itself forcefully over the heart and the mind. So whoever does not restrain his soul from following it will have its life ruined. And just when you think you understand it, it sneaks up on you from another direction. And when you think you see it in other people, it's actually in yourself. And this requires learning and consciousness and dhikr Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and struggle by day and by night. Whoever does not restrain his soul from following it will have his life ruined. The Prophet sallallahu said, حُفَّةَ الْجَنَّةُ بِالْمَكَارِهِ Paradise is surrounded by difficult and hard things. وَحُفَّةَ النَّارِ بِالشَّهَوَاتِ And hellfire is surrounded by pleasures and attractions. Therefore beware of whims and its causes, for its benefits are little and its consequences disastrous. Be cautious of your souls when they love something, and yearn for something or hate something and wish to be away from it for passion is blind and deaf and all of these must only be for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even your likes and dislikes 
of people and places Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not leave us free therein because if we want the shade of the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day when there is no throne then who we like and dislike is also subservient to the message brought by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and not left to us and our passions or our feelings take the verse of the Quran as criterion for judging everything Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Ya ayyuhalladzina amanu in tattaqullaha yaj'al lakum furqana O you who believe if you obey and fear Allah He will give you a criterion He will give you the ability to judge in each and every condition that you find yourself each and every fork in the road you will know this one is pleasing to Allah this one is less pleasing or displeasing to Allah what do you have to do to get that? have taqwa have consciousness of Allah and the Prophet wasallam said إِنِّي قَدْ تَرَكْتُ فِيكُمْ شَيْئَيْنِ لَن تَظِلُّ بَعْدَهُمَا كِتَابُ اللَّهِ وَسُنَّتِي I have left two things with you after which you will never go astray the book of Allah and my sunnah beware of keeping the company of people who have heretic tendencies or practices for keeping their company is a disgrace they always follow their whims and their inclinations they are concerned only for this world and its temporary enjoyment and crave for leadership and high position through hypocrisy and extremism their views are undesirable and outrageous and their deeds are unclean their outward is not like their inward and their private is not like their public though they may well be as the Prophet wasallam has said among those who pray fast and believe that they are Muslim Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described them thus have you seen the one who took as his true object of worship his own self his own opinions and inclinations and desires are you going to be a guardian over him أَمْ تَحْسَبُ أَنَّ أَكْثَرَهُمْ يَسْمَعُونَ Or do you think many of these people even hear? أَوْ يَعْقِلُونَ Or use their intellect? إِنْهُمْ إِلَّا كَالْأَنْعَامِ No, they are just like cattle. بَلْ هُمْ أَضَلُّ سَبِيلًا They are farther astray than the cattle. Because the cattle are not responsible. They follow the instincts that Allah placed in them. But one who turns from the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after seeing it and knowing it and still follows that anger or that love or that passion or that hatred or that opinion or that desire all of which fall under the heading of Hawa instead of what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam brought he is worse than cows than a cow who only follows his instinct. That is why the first generations used to say, "Ihraru min al-nasifin Beware of two categories of people: sahibu hawa, qadisatinahu hawa, a person of much desires and personal inclinations, who has been tried by his hawa, 
وصاحب دنيا أعمته دنيا and a person of great wealth whose wealth has made him blind dear brothers whoever calls people to other things besides Islam and its beauties is a heretic and corrupt and whoever disagrees with the Quran the Sunnah and the consensus of the Muslims and calls to man-made laws or innovative deeds or politics or outrageous ideologies in the name of modernization or civilization or even in the name of restoring Islam in a misguided fashion is corrupt and heretic. He should not be followed or assisted in carrying out his erroneous deeds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَلَا تَتَّبِعْ أَهْوَاءَهُمْ عَمَّا جَاءَكَ مِنَ الْحَقِّ And follow not their desires away from the truth that has come to you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, قُلْ لَا أَتَّبِعْ أَهْوَاءَكُمْ قَدْ ضَلَلْتُ إِذًا وَمَا أَنَا مِنَ الْمُهْتَدِينَ Say, I cannot follow what you think, your desires. I will go astray in that case, and I will not be among the guided. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also said, وَلَئِنِ اتَّبَعْتَ أَهْوَاءَهُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَكَ مِنَ الْعِلْمِ And if you were to follow their desires and opinions, after the knowledge that has come to you, إِنَّكَ إِذًا لَمِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ You would surely be among the oppressors and the wrongdoers. The Prophet ﷺ also condemned and warned against them when he said, إِنَّهُ سَيَخْرُجُ فِي أُمَّةِ أَقْوَامِ People will appear among my nation to jari bihim tilka al-ahwa kama yatajara al-kalaba bi-sahibi. Their desires run through their body like rabies through the body of one afflicted with it. La yabqa minhu irqun wala misalun illa dakhala. There is not a single blood vessel or joint left but it has been infiltrated. We seek Allah's protection from all of this and every falsehood and every untrue word. Dear Muslims, worshipping Allah by innovative methods is part of following one's vain desires and the deeds performed this way only keep one further and further from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, عَلَيْكُمْ بِسُنَّتِي وَسُنَّةِ الْخُلَفَاءِ الْمَهْدِيِينَ الرَّاشِدِينَ What is upon you is my way and the way of my first and rightly guided successors. Abdullah ibn Ma'sud said, We only emulate and do not initiate. We follow and do not innovate. And we shall never go astray as long as we hold on to the deen. Dear Muslims, it is rather disgusting to see the innovations and superstition are widespread among the Muslims these days. Division is everywhere and we are far from the exemplary character and personality of the true Muslim and yet nobody speaks against this this is in fact a disappointing situation that can cause Allah's retribution and punishment it is therefore incumbent upon every Muslim to explain what bid'ah is to people and to acquaint them with its dangers and evils demand of ourselves the character of a Muslim in every big and small issue the Prophet said, The religion is true sincerity and advice to one another, even to your own detriment. Dear Muslims, refine your souls and remind it of Allah's punishment 
for following one's passion leads to destruction while fear of Allah leads to well-being. The Prophet said, Salatun munjiyat Three things will save you. Khashyatillahi fissirri wal-alaniyah Fear of Allah in secret and in public. Wal-adlu fil-rida wal-ghadab And enacting justice being just whether you are pleased or whether you are angry and taking a moderate path as relates to poverty and wealth and three will destroy you a desire or opinion of your own which you follow and a lust which you obey and being overly impressed with yourself. Do not be like those who kill themselves with their own hands and always remember Allah's word. Do not follow lusts. For it will take you off the path to Allah. Those who go astray from the path of Allah will meet a severe punishment for that which they had forgotten when they get to the day of accounting. O you who see, listen, see lessons and listen to admonitions, fear Allah and take care so that you may not be denied access to the pool of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For on that day, the Prophet will learn about those who strayed after him. The Prophet says, Inni ala al-hawli antazir. I am at my pond, waiting. Man yadid alayya minkum. Which of you will come to me? Wa sayu'khadu unas induni. And people will be snatched away on the way to the pond and diverted elsewhere. Fa'aqulu ya Rabb, ya Rabb, minni wa min ummati. I will say, O Lord, from me and from my nation. Fa'yuqal, it will be said, Hal sha'arta. Do you have any idea what they did after you? Wallahi ma barahu yarji'una ala aqabihim They continue to turn back on their heels innuhum irtaddu ala azbarihim and they turned their backs on the deen fa'aqulu suhqan suhqan liman baddala ba'di Roughly translated, the Prophet Isaiah will say to hell with them then those who change after change the religion meaning after me suhkan means may they be ground up may they be destroyed those who change this deen after me aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah alim li wa lakum fastaghfiruh innahu huwa tawwab rahim bismillahir rahmanir rahim alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah dear muslims fear allah and obey him in every small and big thing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu attaqullaha wa kunu ma'a s-sadiqeen. O you who believe, be conscious of Allah and stick with those who are true in words and deeds. It's not enough for you yourself to attempt to have taqwa of Allah because Allah finished this verse by saying, وَكُونُوا مَعَ الصَّادِقِينَ Be always with the truthful 
and the truthful are the believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Beware also of following vain desires while judging others, arbitrating between quarreling groups, or giving witness. وَلَا يَجْرِمَنَّكُمْ شَنَآنُ قَوْمٍ عَلَىٰ أَلَّا تَعْدِلُوا And let not the enmity or hatred of some group drive you to not do justice. اِعْدِلُوا هُوَ أَقْرَبُ لِلتَّقْوَىٰ Always be just. It is closer to taqwa. وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ خَبِيرٌ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ And beware of Allah for He knows everything that you do. Dear Muslims, Seek the forgiveness of Allah. Fear Him. Remember that you are going to meet Him soon. And extol Him by loving Him more than everything else that you love. And giving His obedience preference over all other things. Do not diminish any good deed. As the Prophet ﷺ said, لا تحقرن العمال I make up the wrong word but the right meaning. Do not belittle any good deed. Even just to have your face in the right condition when you meet your brother. The Prophet, I thought the Psalm described it as wajhin talik. We always translate it smiling. It doesn't mean smiling. Talik means loose, means free. Which could mean a smile. This is an act of sadaqah. The Prophet said, beware of diminishing any good deed that you have a chance to do. Look for them by day and by night. Get prepared to meet Allah and do every good deed to please Him. Also reflect on yourselves and your weaknesses and hold yourself responsible for all the sins, little and big. Let us reform our hearts by listening and pondering to the book of Allah and remember to keep down our individuality as they call it in this country. We call it hawa, our desire, our personal inclination. Be like your predecessors to whom the realities of this world were exposed and they then saw its defects and to whom the hereafter manifested and they struggled to gain the pleasure of Allah. Sacrifice and sell yourself to the truth. وَتَزَوَّدُوا فَإِنَّ خَيْرَ الزَّادِ And take your provision. And the best provision of all is taqwa. Be also reminded that the fruit of listening is to follow. Be therefore among and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to always make you among. Those who listen carefully to what is said and then they follow the best of it. Allahumma ajnan al-haqqa haqqan. O Allah, show us the truth as truth and grant us the following of it. And show us falsehood for what it is and grant us stay away, staying away from it. Allahumma ati nufusana taqwaha. O Allah, give us the taqwa. Wazakkiha and purify us. You are the best one. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, 
Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyadh, 114-57, Saudi Arabia. Phone, 445-4900. Also, 4916065. Fax, 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, Feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh